0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Now, Nicola Hanney has said major legal and system changes are required to protect victims of coercive control. And she spoke about the abuse that she suffered at the hands of her former partner and father of her child, Garth Paul Moody. Take a listen to uh, Nicola speaking. In her documentary, Taking Back Control on RTE Last Night.
1: My phone never stopped calling. If I went to work, my phone would never stop calling. If I went in to visit my sister, he was practically on the phone for the whole time I was visiting my sister. A couple of times he said to me, I don't want to spend one day without you. I didn't obviously think he meant it, but he actually really meant it. I think after the year before, I thought, how can I not enjoy this? I craved hugs. I craved all the intimacy to feel that love. felt great. It felt amazing. Where I didn't realise at that stage that it was wrong.
0: That's Nicola Hani speaking last night. If you didn't see the documentary, Taking Back Control, it's... um. It's a harrowing watch, but it's well worth watching. Because, you know, a lot of discussion in recent years about coercive control and what it means and the impact that it can have for people. But it, even just in terms of learning about the signs and, you know, the red flags, watch, what to watch out for. If somebody in your own house is, is going through this or a family, friend, work colleague, whatever, it is well, well worth uh, sitting down maybe and watching it back on, on the player. Ruth O'Dea from Women's Aid though is with me on the line today. Ruth, because, I suppose Nicola's decision to, you know, to waive her anonymity, she did so to try and help break the cycle of silence and to try to really encourage other people to, to come forward.
1: She did, yeah. Um, and it was extremely courageous of her. Um, and we really commend Nicola and thank her for what she did. She shared her story. She's a survivor. And the voice of the survivor is is phenomenal. It really gives an insight that nobody else can as to what coercive control did and, and the documentary showed that last night.
0: Because it's often things, Ruth, that over the years, you know, people wouldn't have identified as being something that, that actually it it is a crime.
1: It is a crime, yeah. It's been a crime since the 1st of January 2019 um, in Ireland and in other jurisdictions a bit longer than that. Um, and it is about, you know, controlling behaviour that has an impact on a person's life in that they then you know modify their, their their the victim has to modify her behavior and is prevented from doing things and in fact like um it, it's a liberty crime actually what it is is because you you can no longer do the things that you used to do you can no longer see your friends and family you're stopped from spending money you're sometimes told what to wear who to talk to what to say and and so it's it's this really all pervasive um uh, offending behaviour, which can include include physical abuse, and um, uh, often that that's going alongside it, assault and so, and so on. So, um, but it, it it means that as a victim who's who's being subjected to this, you're constantly kind of you've got this voice in your head that that you have to second guess. You know, if I do this, what will happen? You know, so so it's 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 a it's a, a horrendous experience. You know, it comes in on every aspect of your life. It, it 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 cuts cuts ties with family and friends um and that was what was so you know heartening to see in the documentary mm-hmm. last night that that um that Nicholas family and friends stood by her that they they understood the impact which which sometimes can be hard to to really fathom you know how could you say with somebody but but they were they were there through pick and pin and and that's what we would like others to 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 do even if you're if you're thinking to yourself you know, well, what? Why is she still sticking around with this guy? We, you know, we want you as a family and friend to to park that, um, uh, that judgment and just, you know, just stay there, stay the course with your friend, be there for the phone call, and tell them I'm here no matter what for you.
0: You know, it struck me last night watching the piece, Ruth. That you know, I would imagine people often in that situation or maybe living through that don't know what they're dealing with at the point in time. They don't know they're living through that.
1: That, that is a very common experience. And um, people that call our helpline, which is available 24-7, I mean, they often start the call by saying, look, I'm not sure if I'm on to the right place. Like, I, I I don't know if this is abuse, you know. And and we, we, we give them the time and space to talk about something that they've maybe never articulated before. And we say to them, just, just tell me what's going on for you. Just Just tell me what's happening. And they start to describe things. Often, people will minimise the abuse. You know, very, very typical as well. Um, and 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 they might not not call it what it is. And um, and and so we we never push anyone into that. We go at her pace. We're survivor led. And and but usually by as the, as the call progresses or the the, uh, the the online chat, the instant message, a person does come to a realization that. There was something telling them that this was wrong. Mm. Their, you know, their gut was telling them that something was not right. And they they did call women's aid and they, they, they did the right thing. And they, we give them that empathy and unconditional support in, in the moment. Well,
0: what can people do, Ruth, as a first step? You know, or even for maybe family members that are listening to this today and, and know or are aware that, you know, one of their loved ones, male or female, are going are going through this at the moment even for friends as well that you know can identify this type of behaviour what can they do? Yeah well I mean we're
1: always saying to, to friends and family you know like basically make yourself available to the person um, if if they're being a little bit reluctant in meeting you and that, that that can be because of the, con- the controlling behaviour of the partner maybe they can't meet for that pre-Christmas drink you know make the effort to, to get in contact again you know, just keep 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 that contact with them. Look, you don't you don't want to go for a drink? Why don't we have a walk on a Sunday morning instead? So you got to create opportunities for the person to open up and talk. So you have to keep that contact, even if they're putting you off. And then when you do have the contact, whether it's the call, the FaceTime, the walk, the coffee, you're you're you know you're basically kind of broaching the subject and you're bringing it up with them if you're concerned and you're saying, you know. Yeah, you basically. However, you bring it up, it's like you've got you've got your relationship with your sister or your friend, and you're saying you don't seem yourself lately. I've noticed that when you're around this person, you behave like this. That's not like you, you know. So you're 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 letting them know that you've noticed something, and you're and you're mm. worried or you're concerned, and that's enough often for somebody then to open up because often often women they tell us like you know. Nobody would believe me like so. I can't tell anybody; they they'll judge me, you know. So you you then, if you get any inkling that they're that that if they do open up, then you have to be empathetic. We 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 advise people, even if you're shocked, you know that that you do kind of hold that back a bit, and and you just very simply say to them, "I'm really sorry that's happened. I'm here for you."
0: The red flags, Ruth, that you would say to people to look out for. Yeah, well, um. I suppose if
1: you're, if, if this has been been done to you, um, uh, you're, in the early days, you might in the, of the relationship. What you might notice is, and, and outsiders and friends might notice this too, is that but it's it, it's very intense, and and, and it, you know it's all in, and it's very quick. Um, there's there's a lot of contact from this partner, and there's, there's and then there's questioning of, of where you are, and sometimes that can present itself as as very sort of attentive. Um, but that quickly you can see that it's not it's not attentive it's actually veering into controlling behavior where were you at that time but but you said you were with that person but they weren't in the pub at that time so, so you're being quizzed then um something Nicholas said last night was about you know the, the this new partner talking ill of ex partners that's 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 also you know that that that's, that's not really I mean, it, it can happen, but it's just it, it, it's something that you should be wary mm-hmm. of. Is you hear them bad mouthing an ex partner, yeah. and and you know just being spoken to in a disrespectful way, your wishes not being considered, they they, they would be the early warning signs. But the, the kind of isolating behaviour and the monitoring type behaviour, and um, maybe the the intensity, um too much, like too fast.
0: Ruth, if people you know listening, is, is it is it Women's Aid I presume as a, a point of contact is is one well, avenue to, to to reach out to?
1: Absolutely, I mean we have our our, our national free phone helpline. It's twenty four seven, so we never close. Um, we'll be open all over Christmas. It's a free phone number one eight hundred three four one nine hundred. We have an instant messaging support service, so that's an online chat on our website. And we have loads of information on the website, which is womensaid.ie. Friends and family can use that number and that that messaging support service as well. Individuals can use it if they're concerned about themselves. But we do, we do say to you, you know, we're, we're here to listen, to believe and to support. So we say to people, please contact us. Don't hold back. Don't worry. We won't judge. We're there for you.
0: Okay, listen, Ruth D from from Women's Aid. Ruth, thank you for joining us here on Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.